I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Mighty Main Street is a business show about our small businesses in Salt Lake County and the state of Utah. These extraordinary business owners share their journeys of how they're thriving in today's business environment. Visit Salt Lake and Utah Office of Tourism make this program possible. I have Ryan Littlefield with me today, and this is the owner of Contender Bicycle. And the location that I'm thinking about is one that's on 9th South and right close to 11th East, which is a phenomenal bicycle store. In fact, Ryan, just so that you know, that's where I take my bike, and you guys always do a wonderful job in tuning it up. And I'm in the market for a new bike, so I'll be coming over pretty soon to check out your lineup. Ryan, um, you're in partnership with your wife, Allison, with Contender Bicycles. When did you guys open your operation? So we've been doing it since 1999. Have you really? Where were you in 1999? Were you right there at 9th and 9th? No, we were out on Fort Union then, and then we eventually moved to 9th and 9th in 2001. So we're, this is our 20th anniversary at 9th and 9th. Oh, congratulations. That's amazing. Well, you know what's what's interesting about this, Ryan, is that you and Allison went through the downturn, and so you've had to have had a little bit of a blip right there in 2008, 2009, <laughs> and you hung in there. For um, sure. Yeah, and so congratulations, because that downturn really took some of your competitors out. It was nice that that happened, that the really uncertainty happened during the winter time, which is typically our slow time of year. And by the time, like, spring came around, I think people figured out that, you know, it was going to hurt, but not as bad as maybe they had thought it was in the fall. Congratulations on opening your second location in Park City. And you were just sharing that with me. When did you open that again? So the Park City location opened in 2018. So this was a fourth season. How's the Park City location working? It's a fun location. It, it operates as more of like a satellite of the store in Salt Lake City. So we've always had like good support from the Park City community, but having that there, that way we can service the people a little better and be there for their kind of like at once needs. And then for some of like the bigger purchases like bikes and stuff, they still might come down to Salt Lake because we have a bigger store and better selection. Well, you know, what's so cool too, Ryan. You also have wonderful bike trails up in the Park City area. So it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, so it's close to a lot of wonderful bike trails. What is going on with cycling renaissance? I mean, this is something that has gotten so cool and hip now, and now we've turned into electric bikes. So if you're a little bit older and you and you yeah. want to be able to go to some really cool areas and, and you maybe you don't have the strength to be able to go uphill or whatever, we've got electric bikes. What's going on with the bike renaissance? For sure, there's a broader and broader part of our life. You know, like it's not just the super fitness buff that's riding bikes now. People are commuting and, like you said, riding e-bikes and mountain bikes and all types of bikes. So that's good. I think the e-bike is – I'm personally a huge fan of e-bikes. I understand some people's apprehension about them, but they're great. Like it's super fun to be able to go ride with somebody who maybe have totally different levels and you can still ride together and have fun. So anyway, I'm a a big fan of all types of e-bikes. 
And for sure, like for using them to get around town and things like that, they're great for that too. I'm seeing them everywhere, and especially uh, where you are on the ninth, and uh, I guess it's more like eleventh east, ninth and eleventh east location. Tell me about some of this stuff. Well, I know that this was before COVID, but we're getting ready to come out of it. But uh, you guys seem to organize a lot of bike. Is it bike rides that are coming out of there? What are you guys doing at Contender? Ninth and Ninth, even before the shop was here, was sort of. I think it's just a great sort of essentially located place to meet for bike rides, right? And so like. And then add the coffee garden to that equation. And, you know, even, like I said, before the bike store was here, it was a great place to meet. And now, I mean, we do organize our own rides from here. And, you know, COVID definitely put a damper on that for the last season. And, and then, but there are other folks who just, like I said, just have found this is a great place to meet. And so that's, it's a good, it's good for that. You have an extraordinary lineup of bikes and and when people go to your website which let's go ahead and give them the location what's the website contenderbicycles.com when people go there i think they'll be blown away at the your inventory and the thing i didn't know because i really am thinking about a bike and i i would love to get an electric bike talk my husband into it as well but i didn't know that you had a build your own bike program we pride ourselves on having a lot to choose from not just in the number of brands but also in like like you said, sort of like a custom-made bike. And so we have lots of great partnerships with some really strong brands like Santa Cruz and Scott, great e-bike brands. Um, Well, I think that's a cool idea. Tell us what you think about the commitment to the outdoors and the commitment to cycling from the state of Utah. You know, as a whole, the state's done an amazing job. Community by community, you know, some communities definitely have excelled. Obviously, like Park City has knock the ball out of the park as far as like trails they're one you know designated at like the highest level for miles of single track per capita or whatever and so they i mean park city's done an amazing job but there's also places like draper and you know st george and obviously moab all these places are are just doing an amazing job at building trails and i think they finally have you know over time realized that it's a quality of life thing it's not just trails for a bunch of hooligans to ride on you know so and finally salt lake city is kind of getting into the equation with some some trail upgrades and some new trails up in the you know in the northeast corner of the valley up behind the campus and behind the avenues and so excited to see what's on tap for that there's a few trails that have been built and more to come well you know where else there's some incredible trails is ogden i mean ogden is made yeah of ogden's commitment. great cedar city's getting into it now like yeah. uh vernal there you know it's, it's really neat to see like now cycling's big enough that all these towns, you know, it, it makes an impact for them to have that. And it also makes people want to live there. So, you know, I mean, Draper's amazing. But, uh, Troy Walker, the mayor down there, has real. I mean, I wouldn't say he started it, but he has definitely embraced it and, you know, really kind of kept the, the ball rolling. So that's pretty neat. Do you hit the nail on the head, Ryan? This is something that tourists love, and you're absolutely right. When people are looking at a place to move to, which, by the way, we do have a lot of people moving into the state of Utah. We'll <laughs> yeah. be, I know, we'll be coming out of this. Uh, we'll be coming out of COVID as the number one economy. I mean, Utah has yeah. just been managed that well, and so this does yeah. not only support tourism, but it brings people in. People want to live here for sure. Yeah, it's kind of one of those. Be careful, <laughs> or like yeah. kind of on our own, you know, private whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's great. It's, you know, the, the amount of people we saw last summer coming in the store and saying that they had just moved here was 
both in the Park City location and down here in Salt Lake, it was kind of it was crazy. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. We just have to be careful that uh, that we have that em- that we still continue this beautiful attitude of you know embracing people and saying this is a great place to set up a business and have your family move here. Did you and Allison right. get state support going through this uh, recent situation that we had? Did you and Allison get state support? No, we we mainly focused our efforts on the payroll protection program Good. and you Defense. know. And to- from the federal government and by by the time like may came around we were <laughs> we'd come to the realization that this whole thing was actually going to help us that's it's a horrible thing to say but you know like obviously a lot of people were needing to go outside and they weren't spending their money on trips and things like that so we we were fortunate and um but definitely in like march and april there was a lot of uncertainty and anxiety and we feel incredibly fortunate on how 2020 went well absolutely we have had businesses that because of covid they've done well and um, yeah. and you're exactly right we not only do we have pent-up demand but uh there is a extra money out there where people can afford to buy a nice bike just in closing you know what really caught my eye and i had no idea that i could do this with my bike i've had it for a while so time for an upgrade but i didn't realize i could do a custom paint job on my own bike <laughs> It's one thing that we have definitely limited bandwidth for, but it's it's a fun thing to to work with people and help them just put that extra touch on their you know on their bike. Well, yeah, it's like makeup. I mean, I am totally all over this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm pick out my own design. I saw it with the flowers yeah. and little shamrocks and stuff and little hearts. Oh, That's yeah. right up my alley, man. So yeah. um, <laughs> you and Allison are both are both cycle enthusiasts, and this is something that totally absolutely. Yeah, that totally supports you yep. and what you guys do, your lifestyle. Yep. So 989 East, 9th South, if people haven't had a chance yep. to go to Contender Bicycle, it's a gorgeous store. And then 1352 White Pine Canyon Road in Park City. And I know you're yep. clo- only open about four days a week, which makes sense because of the snow. But I'm sure you're opened up uh, six days a week once. Uh, yeah, Park City, we definitely ramp back up once like the snow starts to melt on the trails and whatnot yep well ryan thank you so much for joining us as i said visit salt lake is one of the sponsors who underwrites this program and they asked us to give you a call so uh, all the best to you and allison and here's to a beautiful recovery and your business continues to be wildly successful thanks so much chris get out there and ride and hopefully we can get the snow off the ground down the valley (laughs) absolutely all the best to you thank you okay if you want to hear this interview again, download the KSL News Radio app or listen anywhere you find great podcasts. Just search Muddy Main Street. We're coming right back on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.